My name is Jennifer Fellin, your corporate gal pal with the insider secrets to help you bridge the gaps of where you are to where you want to be in your career. It wasn't that long ago I was where you are wanting to move my career forward. I'm a career enthusiast and a proud mama of three. Inside here, we share a conversation among friends. Leadership, career strategy, personal development, and lifestyles are all topics that we chime around about. So grab your cup of tea, coffee, or whatever special sparkle makes your day, because we're about to start the Career Vault Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's podcast, the Career Vault Podcast. I'm Jennifer Fellin, and I'm super excited to have you here. If you're new around here, I focus on career strategy, leadership, team engagement, public speaking, and quite a bit more. You're more than welcome to visit my site at jenniferfellin.co, where I have a lot of different tips helping you out inside the areas of developing your career and bridging the gaps of where you are to where you would like to be. So very excited to have you here today. Inside today's episode, we're really going to take time to focus on tips for resume writing, how you can further advance your resume to stand out and kind of be seen. Um, With today's market, uh, there are a ton of layoffs that are going on, and the 2023 job market is not supposed to be very favorable. So what I wanted to do is just really kind of spend some time talking to you and helping you out and giving some pointers on the areas of resume writing. So that way you can kind of tailor your resume and kind of work on it. So that way when you're applying for a new job, you're able to have a very confident, well-delivered, well-executed resume. Uh, So this is kind of more of a foundational episode. uh, And I kind of like to keep it that way because as we travel for the journey and I publish more content, I like to make sure that everybody builds upon to the prior content, uh, so I hope you enjoy. So inside the area of resume writing, it is our first shot at who we are in front of a recruiter, and there are a lot of different things, especially when I personally see resumes, uh, and when I get them, there's a lot of things that are building blocks, basics that are not very much done well. And I typically look at that, and that was part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this episode and thus created is because a lot of people don't follow basic strategies when building a resume. And those are very important to having a resume because if you don't follow the simple strategies, what happens is is that you become less credible in your resume. So let's talk about tip number one. You want to tailor your resume to the specific job that you're applying for. So if you're a secretary and you're applying for an operations manager and you have no experience or no lingo or anything that really shows highlighted skills, it's very noticeable and you get weeded out very quickly. So when you're looking to apply for a job, you want to make sure that you apply your resume to the specific job role that you're applying for. Now, if you're applying for an accountant, that means that you need to have certain skill sets, certain attributes, so that an ATS system can pick up your resume and understand that, hey, this person is qualified for the role. You also want to make sure that the job descriptions that you have are tailored to that specific role. 
Now, what I also want to talk about is if you're looking for an accountant or a manager of accountants, those are two different roles and you may need two different resumes to apply to the different roles because you're going to have a different skill set for those different things. Let's give another example. If you're a customer service representative or you're a customer service manager, again, two different roles that you're going for and you're going to need to tailor the resume to those specific roles. So having multiple resumes and what I tell clients is actually very normal. Um, I have five or six resumes myself when I apply for different roles because there have been different roles that I'm interested in. So that I would encourage that it's not very, it's very common uh, to have multiple resumes and not to get too stressed out of, hey, I may have five or six or six or seven when I'm outside looking in this particular job market, that that's very common. But you want to make sure whatever you're going for, that you tailor it to that specific job role. And that's going to help you out very much down, down the line because you can apply to multiple roles with that job title, but it's tailored to a specific outcome. All right, the next tip that I have for you is making sure that you use a clear, simple format. There are a lot of different resumes out there today that have um, a lot of fancy attributes and they're called marketing resumes. And they are, they are absolutely, some of them are very stunning. I have a marketing resume myself, but you want to remember that in a fashion, you want to keep it simple. People need to be able to see who you are. You have about three seconds when the recruiter opens up your resume to really make an impact, to stand out. And depending on the role that you're going for, you want to make sure inside that, that it's clear, it's concise, that the person can read it. So that way they know if they're going to move you to the next round or if they're weeding you out. And oftentimes when you have a lot there or you have a really polished resume that has a lot of jazz bells and whistles, sometimes it takes a minute for us to really look at it and say, okay, is this person really what I'm looking for? Or is it just a lot of pretty pictures here to kind of make themselves stand out? And sometimes they do weed out based on that. You want to make sure that it's clear, it's concise, it's straightforward, it's to the point. All right. The next tip that I have is highlighting your accomplishments. A lot of people don't really do that very well. You can highlight your accomplishments mostly like in your objective of who you are, what you stand for, or you can highlight these in your skill set. Having specific skills tailored to the role that you're looking to go for is really important, but also then when you have your roles and you go into your job description, you want to highlight the different things that you have there that you've accomplished inside select roles. Another area that you can highlight your accomplishments in is, is actually your accomplishments. Uh, there are a numerous amount of resumes that I have seen that people spend time and they create the accomplishments section of big wins that they have. And just kind of bringing that out, I think each 
job title you have, you should be highlighting your accomplishments, but also reflecting what it is you've done inside that job that really qualifies you for the role that you're applying for. So many different ways, again, that we can highlight accomplishments. You have your objective, your skill set, you have your accomplishments section, but you want to make sure that you highlight what you've done. Next tip that I have for you is including relevant education, training uh, that would qualify you for the role. So when we talk about relevant training, obviously you need to have that where you've graduated from, do you have a baccalaureate, do you have a master's, what is it in? But then what a lot of people discount is when you are inside of a company, you want to make sure that you include the trainings and the development courses that they've provided for you inside your resume or even on your LinkedIn page. Now, this is important because it shows, hey, this person has gone through emotional intelligence training. They've gone through different programs. They were trained in this. Lean Six Sigma is very, very popular. Showing that you've been through those trainings is something that highlights that, hey, okay, the guy has had or the gal has had uh, X training. Okay, why don't we move her to the next rounds because we're looking for people who have this particular skill set. So undercutting that or thinking that that's not value add, I highly encourage putting that on your resume. Now, the next tip that I have is listing relevant skill sets. So when you have skills, and this goes for LinkedIn, it goes for your resume, listing out skill sets that you have is hugely important. And what I encourage people to do is to really list skill sets that pertain to the job because an applicant tracking system is gonna go through it and if it marks the skill sets that the recruiter is looking for, your resume is gonna be pulled forward. And also, when you're on LinkedIn and people are doing searches and recruiters are looking at who they want to bring forward, they often will Google and see who matches those skill sets. Another good way to show if you are matching that is when you apply for a role on LinkedIn. You can see how your profile measures up to other profiles that are out there. And the skill sets that you see that are highlighted, it says, hey, you're 50% more qualified than more candidates. And those are jobs that you want to look at, but it also looks at the skill sets that you have deemed yourself that are most relatable to you and who you are in your brand. So take a look at that. I would often take a look at what other people are using in your industries to make sure that you're more relevant, but really start to include your skill sets on your resume and on your profile to represent your brand and who you are. Now, the next one is including relevant volunteer activities. Now, a lot of the time, it's really good to see what activities you volunteered for, both inside of work and outside of work. So let's talk about some outside of work activities. It's volunteering and showing that you're part of a community shows employers that you're going to be part of their community. And it's very important to keep in mind that recruiters do like to see that you are involved. What this shows is that you're going to be involved inside of the workplace. And it often shows that, hey, when we run engagement events or we run different programs uh, for associate engagement or executive engagement, 
the recruitment team can see, hey, this person is engaged. What you can also show is what volunteers activities you've been a part of inside of an organization. So a big example, diversity, equity, inclusion councils. Are you a part of a safety team? Are you a part of a movement? Are you part of the volunteer work that the company has uh, out there? And when you're a part of those teams, not only are you able to show that you're a part of a team, part of a board, part of an initiative, you can use those experiences in a role to help you answer different behavioral questions, different questions that where you're not the direct manager, but you show leadership styles. So you want to incorporate those. You want to have your stories prepared for those, but they are very relevant and they are powerful to have on a resume. All right, the next one that I have is to keep it concise. You want to make sure that you're going for. So if you're wanting to go from an ops manager from one company to an ops manager to a different company or um, vice versa. And kind of where I want to go with this advice is if you're looking to change industries, this probably isn't the most advice that you're going to, to focus on. Uh, but you want to keep it concise. You want to be one or two pages and you want to make sure that it's, again, it's very clear. The people know that what you're, the recruiters know what you're looking for, where you want to go with things and what job you're trying to land. You also, as well, you also want to keep in mind that a recruiter is going to look at it within a three-second time span and really make that decision. So you want to make sure that you expand upon the jobs that are most relevant to the job you're applying for. You have everything lined out, it's organized, and it flows well. These are all very important. The next tip that I have for you is to proofread. And this is probably the most important one. I can't tell you how many resumes that I get that the wording is off, there's misspellings, there is a ton of grammatical errors that doesn't flow right, you've got things up, down, left, and right, the indentation is completely off, you've got one paragraph here, one paragraph there, that's important. If you're planning on going for a higher level role and you don't have a well-proofread resume, I'm not wasting my time. And I don't think any other recruiter would as well because you know what? It shows the effort that you're going to put into the job is what you're going to put into your resume. And even you can have all of the great experience in the world, but you need to be able to proofread a resume and show that you can do a foundational part to show and sell yourself. And also remember that this is part of your brand. If you can't spell correctly or do a spell check or format correctly, it really shows that you might not be able to do the job the way that a recruiter is looking for you to do the job. So always, always, always proofread your work before you submit a resume. All right. I hope all of these tips have helped you out on just basic foundational tips for resume writing. Um, if you are interested in more content, swing over to my site, jenniferfellin.co, where I release several different pieces of blog articles. You can get updated on my YouTube channel when I have new podcasts that are being released. I look forward to seeing and having you hang out with me there. I also have... Uh, 
few different freebies for you. My first one that I have is my ultimate public speaking ebook that helps those in leadership positions or in just general public speaking roles become better at public speaking. And my other freebie I have for you is creating a strong personal brand and crafting a well-designed elevator speech. Both are fully free for you on the website. Uh, Feel free to stop by. I look forward to seeing you around. Take care. Bye.